What's up, my confidence queens? Are you ready to feel confident as fuck? I'm your host, the confidence queen herself, Alicia Lechuga, and I am your confidence bestie. I went from trying to shrink my body in order to find happiness and approval to finally letting go of dieting, others' opinions, and inspiring hundreds of women along the way. This podcast is all about confidence, living unapologetically as yourself daily, and ultimate self-love. This is Confident as Fuck. What is up and welcome back to Confident AF. I am so excited because I am joined in person with Allie Kennedy. I'm so excited to have her on. So I'll give a little brief description of how we met and then we'll go into like weekly faves and a little confidence uh, segment. And then we're going to talk about all things business. So I'm super excited. Allie and I actually met during a, like a mastermind, a mini mind of one of our coaches last year about like around this time last year, I think a little bit around this time last year, we were already in it for a few months. So Ali and I met there and then we just kind of like followed each other online. And then I actually went to San Diego to do a speaking engagement with Ali's clients. And then, yeah, we've just been doing like a lot of different things together. So I'm going to have Ali introduce herself to you guys and let her, let you guys know what she does. And then we'll get into our stuff. So hello, welcome. So happy to have you here. Oh my goodness. Alicia, it is so good to be here. Thank you so much for having me. You're this welcome. is so much fun. This is a vibe over here. So happy to be here. Yes. Yeah. So tell us about you. Tell us who who is Ali Kennedy. Allie Kennedy. It's like such a loaded question. <laughs> Allie Kennedy in a nutshell. Yeah, tell us I in know. a nutshell. Who am I? Yeah, who am I as a human? Who are you as a human and who? what is your brand? Yeah, who am I as a human? So I, and it's like, and I, I feel like I should just own this identity because Get a lot it. of people call me like a bad bitch. Okay. So I'm just going to say <laughs> I'm a bad bitch. And, you know, like, who am I as a human? I mean, I just love to move. And I feel like this is very metaphoric for like, it's a metaphor for my business, right? Like I love to move. I'm a rock climber, you know, like I ride motorcycles. Um, I love to be physical active. I love to lift weights. I love to challenge myself. I love to solve problems, but I'm also just a very kind, compassionate, heart-centered human. I love to give back. I volunteer for nonprofit. And a lot of what I do in my life, in my business is all about just, I love to lift other people up. I love to give back to the community. So who I am in a nutshell that like, I'm a creative, I am, I would say I'm an athlete. I like to think that I'm an athlete. And I like to think that in our businesses, we are performing like athletes as well. Mm -hmm. So creative athlete, heart-centered, entrepreneur, spiritual, badass, boss bitch. That's who Alec Kennedy is. And who, and what is your business? So my business is I own a company called Empowered Marketing Productions. And this is basically two segments at this point. So we have the Empowered Marketing brand, which is like the brand energetics and the empowered marketing strategies to really help people step out of their comfort zone and into that multiple six-figure brand movement. And then I have the Empowered Events 
branch of my brand as well, which is more catered to the immersive education, which is all about collapsing time in an environment where you can learn, implement, calibrate to that next level energy and just like get the results so much quicker while building that sisterhood, that community, that those empowered relationships. So that's basically like the two zones that I'm in right now. Sweet. Awesome. I'm so excited. I'm like all things empowered. Obviously, you know, this is a confidence podcast, which a lot of our confidence comes from being empowered by the people around us. We were talking about that before um, we started recording and yeah, we need people in our corner. So empowered. I love that your whole brand is revolves around that word. So we're going to do, um, which I didn't even fill you in on, but I usually do a weekly fave. So something that you've been like loving this week and then something that made you feel confident this week or something that you did that you had to be confident to do something like that. So like a little confidence moment and a weekly fave. So what are you feeling as far as a weekly fave? It could be literally anything can be like a item. It can be a person. I mean, it could be something that you're like implementing in your business. It could literally be anything. Let's start off with the confidence Mm -hmm. one and go back to the fave because the confidence one this week has been, I got really disciplined in my training again. And actually thanks to you, because you and I kind of had an accountability chat where we're like, what do we want to work on? What, how do we want to be accountable as humans? What are our personal goals? So I want to thank you for actually helping me. Like I've been at the gym twice a day. I've been lifting. I'm so sore today. My arms are just like jello and I feel super confident because I'm like, Yes. I'm going to buff. I'm going to flip a treadmill. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So getting it like back into your shit basically and like disciplined into. Into lifting. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've been doing a ton of cardio and I've been like skating a lot and I've been outside and I've, you know, I like I'm hooping, but, but I haven't been lifting weights and lifting weights. It just makes me feel so powerful and confident. So that one's huge. Um, I love that so much. Yeah. Ali was like, it's funny because we're kind of on the same wavelength because I wanted to really get, I think I mentioned this on Instagram, um, that I had been giving a lot to my business and in the beginning of the year I was giving a lot to my personal and then I kind of flipped it, giving a lot to my business, but I kind of wanted to get back to that like balanced state of like, okay, I want a little bit more of my personal life back and I want to be a little bit more disciplined in like my taking care of myself. So yeah, we both were like, okay, let's just like create a little group chat with ourselves and, um, and check in with each other daily and just see how everything's going as far as like just having somebody there to support you. Um, so I love that. Yeah. So it's like, and it's like the, as you say that, I almost want to say that like right now my fave is lifting because mm, love that I got in a place where I did 75 hard for a second time earlier this year and I pushed it a little too hard to where it made working, it made lifting in the gym not fun for me anymore, which yeah. like working out is such a release. It's such, it's like my reward system for doing other things. And so I would say right now it's, it's a fave too, because I put it on the back burner. I was doing heavy cardio. And then now that I've picked it up again, the way it's making me feel, it's, I, I look forward to it. Yeah. And it's just a completely different energy than like, I have to, I have right. to do it. I have to do it twice a day. And it's like, no, I, I want to do it twice a day. And it's really fun. So I would say like, le- like that's my fave and that too. the confidence right now. Yeah. Sweet. Double. Yeah. I feel like my fave sometimes like ties right into the confidence moment too. 
um, I'm like, I'm going to have to pause for a second. Cause I thought of my confidence moment today when I was getting ready. And then I was like, I literally am spacing right now. So hold on, let me get it back. I'm like, Oh, I know my confidence moment this week was actually just being in my business. Um, and like I did a master class this week. Um, I held a master class. And so, yeah, so I had a lot of, um, I did the master class this week. So I showed up for that, which was really great. And then I've been teaching Batty Girls Club, which is my six month program. I've been doing Batty Girls Club and they're in week three. And it's just like, it's crazy because my programs before I've ran programs before, not a six month program, but I've ran programs before. And this is kind of going to get onto what we're going to talk about today, but I just wasn't really so aligned with like the branding of the program, but just the program in general, I didn't have such a great idea of what, just because I wasn't clear on my vision of my, of me as a business owner, my business, what it looked like. So I couldn't really get so, so clear on the program itself. And so I think what happened in the programs previous is people were in them, but they weren't like super fucking excited to be in the program. They weren't in there every single day. They weren't committed to being in whatever program I was running. So they weren't being active. And so that as a business owner, like really knocks your confidence because you're like, okay, I have eight people in this program, but no one's fucking talking. No one shows up to the calls or no one's doing the homework or no one's like, you know, commenting in the Facebook group, whatever it is. And this week, I mean, all three weeks of the Batty Girls Club, they've just been fucking killing it. But my confidence really came because the women that are in that program really want to be in that program. They're Mm. in there, they're fucking sending photos and voice notes to each other. And just like, really, it makes a huge difference because when you're in a program and you're like excited to be there, you're giving it your all. So you're getting the results back and you're able to like, Oh, I, I had a revelation this week about X, Y, and Z, or I'm, you know, starting to uncover things a lot quicker than I thought. Or like you were saying, like, I'm starting to get results a lot quicker than I thought I was going to Mm -hmm. because you're actually aligned to the program. So I felt super confident, like, fuck yeah, I created a program that, really means a lot to me. And there's people in it that actually are excited to be in there. So that was my confidence moment for this week. So yeah, I love that. And it's like, it feels so good. Like you just said, I had two clients this week that they put out a new offer and within like one was 24 hours and one was four days. It was like one client, two clients, for clients and it's just like that makes you feel so good when people actually move and they take action and yeah. they don't just sit on it and they just take that uncomfortable action really quickly and they get results so yeah, I, love, I that. love that I'm so happy to hear that that makes thank me you. so happy thank you I think that's gonna be like my fave too has been working outside of the office it's just like taking my work wherever it is and because this uh this program is ran through telegram so it's pretty much like all just a group chat so I'm like taking that wherever I go, you know, showing up however I, um, however I am that week. And I really, really love that. Like that has been a fave for me is to be able to just be like, um, recording a video for them, whoever. So good, right? Yeah. So good to be able to like define 
what professionalism means to us yes. inside of our containers. Yeah. And I love that too, because I just opened a container that's like Voxer mm-hmm. only and, and and I don't have to show up on Zoom and on video and do the hair and do the things. And it's like, I could just plug in, tap in and it's freeing, it's right? It's so freeing. It's so good. And like when you can just show up in that one way, like you said, you can just tap in, like you're probably giving a hundred percent, like you're giving so much more mm. to the client because you're not worried about the external factors, right? Of like, I got to get on the Zoom call. I got to like do X, Y, and Z, get ready. Here's how I look, like all mm-hmm. those things. And it's like, it's it's so empowering when we talk about confidence and empowerment, empowerment to, to, to define like what business, what professionalism, like define what it means to us or yeah. what success, what like to define that and to be able to take the unconventional route and actually like it goes so much better, smoother, or it's more potent. So yeah. it's like, I love that you're doing that too. It's like, it's so freeing. It is. Yeah. We were talking about freedom before we got on the podcast too. And we were talking about, um, like having freedom in your business and not changing yourself to a computer and how freeing that can be. So, um, I'm going to let us get into, um, what we were talking about before we got on here. And I'm going to kind of let Ali spearhead this and start it off and kick it off for us. Um, because we were just having a fire convo, which would have been great for the podcast, but I'm actually excited that we kind of got all our thoughts out. So now we can kind of channel it for you guys, make it really easy to follow. And I think we should start with how you kind of got started in your business and, um, what, like how you got started and then how you kind of, you had like a kind of realignment and what that looked like for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I love this one. So I feel like there's a, a, there's a bit of context that always needs to be built before I get into how I started my business, because there was this progression of growth and evolution that happened really quickly in my, in my corporate journey. So Before I was in business or anything corporate, I did hair for like 10 years and it was, like I said, I'm a creative and I I just always knew there was something more for me. So first generation college student, like put myself through community college. I got to that point in my life where I'm like, I need to do more. I think I'll be a really good designer. And, you know, I worked like three jobs while I went to school full time and paid for it all myself. So that was the beginning of this evolution. And, And it was this really kind of quick which is kind of like my style and my vibe of I got this thing. What's the next thing? Mm -hmm. So it turned into like, I'm a graphic designer. I got this degree. I got this (laughs) first, first job handpicked like designer. Um, like, you know, they gave me a job in the, in the school for this design job and it was like, want to stay at award. Okay. What's next? Okay, cool. I want to get into tech. I want to, I want to do like web design. I love coding and all the things got a job at an agency, worked with all these big brands. Okay, cool. What's next? Okay, cool. I'm going to get a UX design, user experience for those of you who might not know. And did that, (laughs) took the reins. Okay, what's next? And that was about the time. So the context also was I wanted to get out from behind the chair because if I wasn't working, I wasn't making money. I love to travel. I love to work on the weekend. I, I wanted to go to concerts. I didn't love to work on the weekends. <laughs> so it was a whole thing was like, I needed to get out of that. I was trapped. Yeah. Right. Stuck, like, like time for money. Yeah. Time for money was the vibe. I knew, I, I knew there was so much more for me. There was so much bigger aspirations. So anyway, I went all in and what that, do you mean? It, it describe, um, like what is all in 
for you? Oh, I mean, business? like all in, in that, like, I'm going to turn my life around and follow my dream of like, I, I thought my dream was to be a, a designer, but it just kept getting like, my dream's the next bigger thing. My dream's the next bigger thing. So before I was even like finished school, I was in my last semester. I was like, I need to get a job at a tech agency. Let me just start applying. I had no experience um, except for this one design job that the school gave me and nobody would hire me. So I applied for an internship and finally I got in at a really big agency downtown in Philadelphia. And I'm working with like all these really big brands like Heineken, Sanrio, like Hello Kitty, you know, um, Anthropology, like all of these big brands. And that was kind of where the corporate ladder climb started. And I always remember I had this boss and I freaking hated this guy because he was this guy that would be like, this is like the, also the dichotomy of like corporate in general is like, you need more seat time. He would always tell me, I need, seat time. he would always tell me I need more time before I move to the next thing. Uh, so I was like, I was like, I'm like, a, you need to pay your dues. Yeah. Like I'm always, mm. I was ready. Like I was so ready to go to the next thing. Like, give me a raise, give me a promotion. Let me do more, give me more responsibilities. And, and it's like, you need more seat time. So this was kind of like the, this push and pull of the corporate for me was like, you need more time doing what you're doing. And I'm like, no, I'm ready to go. Right. I'm ready to move. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go do more. So that was this quick progression of like, well, the other half of that was I wanted to get out of Philadelphia. I wanted to get out of behind the chair. So I went back to school so I could move. I knew moving across the country. So like long story short, the agency, thank goodness, I love that job. It gave me the flexibility to actually move across the country. They let me work remote, come out to California. And that was kind of when I transitioned from the agency. I came out here. I lost my job. <laughs> they laid me out. As, laid me off as soon as I moved. Oh my oh, god! Yeah, sure, you can move. Start. God, just kidding. You're laid They're off. Like you can work remote. <laughs> just, just kidding. Really. Just kidding. You're you're done. Um, so I got out here, and that's when I kind of switched from the agency of like I'm working for multiple brands, many brands, to one brand, and I got okay. in house with TaylorMade Golf and. That was when I was like, I went from web designer to UX designer. And then when I was in TaylorMade, there was this, I remember my first global e-commerce summit. This is kind of when the business desire came into play. And we're in this room and it's all the global leaders from all of our regions of like Japan and Australia and China and like everyone's speaking different languages. And the common, the common language was numbers. Mm. And everyone's talking about the projections, the revenue, all the things. And, And I was on this design team. And I remember at the time I was the only woman in this like design vault And I just noticed like that was the common pattern was numbers. And we had this little design team and everyone's going to do a presentation and they're all talking about like design stuff. And I'm like, well, I'm actually going to change my entire presentation. I'm going to talk about some numbers like because I designed this customer loyal program, loyalty program and all the things. Um, But anyway, like this, this summit was kind of the thing that opened my eyes to like numbers is a universal language. Mm -hmm. Numbers are very important. Um, I want to be involved in the business. So I kind of planted this seed and I started talking to like the VP of e-commerce and being like, you guys are underutilizing me. I'm really bored. Um, I went from the agency to this like slower in-house movement and this pace. And it kind of started this whole progression of like giving me tests of well, what do you want to do? What are you good at? I was like, I want to help with the business strategy. I want to like look at the numbers, find areas for improvement, do all the things. 
So he gave me a series of tests over a couple months. I helped them bring in like massive amounts of revenue just through these tests alone. And that's when they actually were like, okay, I think you know what you're doing. I told them what I wanted to do. They made me a new role. So that's how I got into business was like, I just told them what I wanted. I proved myself and they made me, they made me a role. And that was my, so I was like business analysis, digital optimization. And that was my whole thing was like, I find opportunities to improve the cash flow and the revenue of the business. And in doing that, I increased their revenue like 3.5 million in 10 months. Wow. Yeah. So, so this was like the peak of my corporate career. Okay. Everything was amazing. Everything's going good. Well, like at the same time, you know, in the background, my mom's been battling cancer and then we lose mom. So we go from like the top of the mountain. <laughs> We're great. Great. Everything's amazing to, I just felt very, it felt very empty, right? It's like you make millions of dollars for a company and they mm -hmm. act like it's like nothing. Yeah. They like, so it just, it felt very meaningless. Everything felt very meaningless in my job. I, I did a lot of soul searching. I was kind of like, what do, like, what is my purpose? Like, what am I here for? What am I here on this planet for? And I really missed working with humans. So I went from like doing hair and this really close mm, client relationship of like, true. I'm with people all day. You build these strong bonds. You have these repeat clients. And, and I just, I got further and further down the rabbit hole of tech to like, the computer. Um, so I really missed that. And then at the same time, one of my best friends, she, I remember I was reading, you're a badass at making money. So it's kind of opening my mind to the coaching industry. And then a girlfriend of mine had hired a business coach and, and, and I was like, it kind of clicked in my head. It was like, well, like I know all the things I know the branding, I know the design, like I know how to make, help make people money. I should be a business coach. And that was really just kind of like when the shift happened of, you know, I started getting into women's leadership and, and, and started getting all these certifications in women's leadership and business. I had the business background and all those certifications. And I was like, I should just be a business coach and go all in. And that was when I really just decided in, that was 2020 of the summer of 2020. And I know I started my business in August, 2020. So that was just kind of the point where I was just like, I'm all in, I'm doing this business coaching thing. I'm going to do it and I'm going to make it work. That's great. Like, did you just quit your corporate job right away? No. So I did both for a long time. Okay. Um, well not. So I started the business, the LLC in, in August. And that's when I was like, got my business and entrepreneurship coaching certification. And I did the women's leadership certification. And I started like building that community online and just trying to do it myself. Um, I hired my first mentors in October of 2020 after like taking a couple courses mm -hmm. online, they weren't really giving me results. So I actually hired a coach and that was when I started having results. Like I started getting leads and building my list and getting some clients right. and seeing a little bit of money coming in. And I got to a point where I was feeling pretty confident. I had like an, like some money saved up. I felt really comfortable in, uh, let's, I guess this was April of 2021 where I was like, I feel really good. I'm going to, I'm going to leave my job. I'm leaving my job. This job is, so I had the full-time job for a while and I was doing the business like in the mornings and mm -hmm. at night. And it was like, I would literally wake up at 4am to work before work. And then I would stay up all, like until I couldn't 
keep my eyes open and work on my business. And I just like, if I quit the job, I'm going to have so much more time to do the business and it's going to be amazing and it's going to take off and everything's going to be great. And, and then what happened? Because <laughs> you're laughing. She's laughing. So I'm like, amazing. I know that didn't, didn't happen, but so tell us what, what did happen. Yeah. So, okay. And it was like amazing, right? Because everybody's like loved me at the job. They were like, you're like, you're doing a great job here. You're going to take off. Like we right. support you, you know, goodbye party. Everybody's sad. I'm leaving. And, and, and there's so much support and love. And so I, and I remember this day, like the last day at TaylorMade and you go back and I'm like giving my laptop and I remember, and I like drove away from the building and I'm like, F you guys, I'm never coming back like corporate, you know? And, um, the next day, right. The next day is like your first day as a full-time entrepreneur on your own in the world, the dark, in the, in the the darkness. And, um, it hit like, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I was just like, what the fuck? What, like, I felt like, it felt like every foundation that I had under me crumbled. Like, it felt like I was just, amped, like, it was, it was like, you have everything, I don't know, it was like I had everything and nothing at the same time, and I was terrified. And at the same time, I realized that everything I had been doing up until that point, so this was April 2021, I, I lost my mom in February of 2020, and I kind of realized that I used building my business as this thing to hide behind to escape the healing. So I got to this point where I'm like, okay, wait, I'm, I, I think I might, am I sad? <laughs> am I, am I sad? Wait, hold on. I just built this whole business and like my old business was like in this Facebook group and it was called revenue and growth. And that was the thing I was like helping people make money and like optimize their business. But it's like, it had no substance. It had no like personality, brand. no brand. I was hiding behind a brand that wasn't me. It, it wasn't me at all. And that's kind of when I realized why well, I, I, I kind of look, had to look in the mirror and ask myself, well, who am I? who am I? And I realized at that point, up until that point, I had done these crazy life changes. Like I moved across the country from Philly to California. I got a divorce. I lost my mother. I get hit on my motorcycle and I had this huge injury lawsuit. And it was like, and and like all these things leading up to that point was like, I hadn't taken the time to actually recalibrate and look in the mirror and say, well, who am I after all these changes? Right. Those are huge life changes. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to that point and I, and I left the job and, and I kind of like had a little bit, like, I'm just going to like go out and say, like, I think I had a fucking breakdown. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. I think I had a breakdown and, um, it was just this really, so, so it was this really interesting experience and I realized everything was unaligned in the brand. So I, I made this initiative of like, I hired a coach to specifically help me with like a new marketing message and like realign, like, who am I? What's my, what's my, like, like my differentiator? How does that fit into my messaging? Mm -hmm. Like, so we, that was the first person I hired to like restart this. And, um, right around the same time, I actually met a really amazing, um, Sean Neal, he was my coach and he coached me in emotional intelligence. And I was like, I want to start this speaking career. So he really helped me. He coached me one-on-one. I started the messaging. That was another mini mind. And then I met you in the mini mastermind for the business brand expansion, because that's kind of was my focus of that season was like, 
we're not like we're going to keep moving forward, but we need to move forward with a sustainable foundation mm-hmm. and a, from a aligned place. So that was kind of like that whole season of like April. I think we met in May or June because that was like a four month program. Yeah. And uh, so I took that whole entire season of getting leaving the job to like hiring a grief therapist, hiring an emotional intelligence coach, hiring somebody to help me recalibrate my messaging, hiring somebody to help me actually figure out what my brand was and how to expand it. And that was really like the season of who is Allie Kennedy. And just for like, for reference, my name was, I mean, my first name's Ashley. I changed my name when I moved across the country. Like that's legitimately like where I was at. So I was a different person and I just hadn't taken that time to like understand who I was now. So that was the season. Wow. Um, I want to go back to the emotional intelligence coach. And um, can you explain like what exactly is, how does someone coach you on emotional intelligence? What, Mm. what exactly were the things that you were kind of like doing? Because we were talking before the podcast about emotional intelligence and holding emotional space and kind of like I gave you my kind of um, two cents on how I've been really emotionally maturing lately. But how does someone coach you in emotional intelligence? And what did that really look like? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's it was a very interesting dynamic because we were in this combination of emotional intelligence, but finding my voice through the emotional intelligence. And how do I shape this into a story that empowers and serves Mm. my audience and all of the things. So it was really, a lot of it was tapping into that self-awareness, tapping into that very, very much self-awareness, but also like intentionality of what I want to do with the self-awareness, the newfound awareness that I have of what am I experiencing right now? checking in this was something that we did very early on was like how can I check in with myself multiple times throughout the day especially because for me like building a structure in that day was huge and making sure that I was on track but also like not just physical activities of like where am I at emotionally during the day how do I feel Mm -hmm. where is this coming from and is it serving me so that was a lot like there was a lot of awareness there was a lot of understanding what's happening but also asking myself where is this coming from and is this serving me right now I love that that's basically what we were saying earlier right is like I feel like every time I talk to somebody about what did you do to reach x goal or what did you like what does this type of coaching look like or anything, it really goes all the ba- all the way back to self-awareness every single time because we have to take the time to know what the fuck is going on in our own head. And like you said, like, where is it coming from? Why is this emotion being brought up to really understand like our action steps and where we're moving? Because when we're talking about emotional intelligence, it kind of like when you say it, I hired an emotional intelligence coach. It kind of sounds like this really big, like, you know, ambiguous thing, but really what you're describing, right? It's like, okay, I'm just literally checking in with myself and then I'm processing the emotion. I'm taking a step back from like doing this whole like go, go, go rat race type of feeling in our business to just taking a step back and realizing 
okay, there's an emotion coming up. Is it going to serve me to react this way? Where is this emotion coming from? That's like, I feel like it's, it's so simplified when we really look at it and that so many things within our business journey, our personal journey, Mm. it just can be so simplified by just checking, really checking in with ourselves and being more self-aware. Yeah. And I almost want to, for for a minute, like in case anybody's listening and they're, and they're like, do I like, is this something I need to check in with myself? I almost want to just take a minute to talk about how it showed up in my life and in my business, because this was a really big part for me at that point in my, in my career was that being visible on Instagram was like really, really fucking difficult for me it was painful and it was really difficult to see people that were winning that had mm. like maybe started at the same time and their, and their trajectory was so much further than me. And it really was triggering to me at that time. So I found myself like I had this private Facebook community that was kind of like where I was building my business. And I, you know, I still use Facebook groups and I love them. And, um, but I, that was the pattern. It was like I was hiding in the private community and I was kind of more hesitant to like go out into like the real world to be visible, to, to claim my space, to show all of me. And so what Sean would do, he would have me work through these different things or these exercises or these aspects. And then what he would do is then he would challenge me and he would give me a space to go be visible and go kind of like do a pitch, right? So he had me go into like, happy neighborhood project like this weekly networking group where all you do is like pitch your services or like he would bring me on a clubhouse stage and have me answer questions for like clients and like put me up in in you know what it takes to build a million dollar biz group so he would like force me he would help me work through the emotional intelligence but then he would give me a challenge of like okay now we're gonna do the thing now you're gonna get out there and you're gonna show your expertise so it was like love that And that was kind of where we started working into like shaping the message and shaping the voice and shaping like me as a speaker and how do I communicate from a place of power who I am now, you know, considering like what I'm coming from and like what I've been through and how do I use, like, how do I come at that from an angle of like optimism and like yeah like how do I empower people with the story and not come uh, from a disempowered like place of fear or you know um lack or anything like that yeah because that we were talking about this too is that energy is so felt through um Instagram or speaking right that even though you're showing up you could be showing up Uh, 10 times a day on Instagram, like if your energy is off, if you're coming Mm -hmm. from a disempowered place or you're coming from a fearful place or you're coming from a lack, that's going to show through and people are going to feel it. And even I talked about this on the masterclass this week is that like people may not even recognize they feel it in that way. They may not be like, oh, she's like, she is like desperate, but they're going to feel just that even that little bit. And it like, it's going to cause people to be like weary of your offer, cause people not to trust you, cause people to just be like, for me, it caused people to be disengaged. Even when they did sign up, they had like a weird Mm -hmm. energy towards the program. It's a very subconscious energy. Mm -hmm. And it's like this whole, this whole experience I went through 
is really kind of what opened my awareness to like energetics as a whole brand energetics but like you said it's like this very subconscious energy that what we may or may not even be aware of it we're channeling how we feel into what we create whether it's the copy we write or showing up on the video and the message that we say and so I know we talked about this before it was like during that season there were a couple months where I unplugged from Instagram altogether Mm -hmm. and I didn't and I stopped selling my offer and I stopped marketing my offer but I didn't stop mentorship and I didn't stop personal development. I didn't stop that growth and evolution, but I knew I was in that point of my business where the intentionality of, of how I was operating as a human needed that recalibration so that when I did come back and channel that energy into what I was creating, it came from a place of just like desire and like ambition and a full cup and just a really, really pure, powerful place because I wasn't, I don't think I was operating from power before. Yeah. Like operating more from like a lack or a disempowered place or like you were saying like you were almost like hiding I think I was hiding in the business and I used the business as a way to kind of avoid healing for a really long time and just kind of sweep my mother's death under the rug and it was like sure yeah okay it works but it doesn't feel good okay things are happening like you know the systems are, the systems are performing, but it just, it like, it, it didn't feel good. And I didn't feel good. I didn't feel whole and I didn't feel complete. So it was like a very much the very much, that was the biggest, probably the most important, the most profound, the most impactful season of entrepreneurship for me was when, and I wouldn't even say that like, it's so funny because it's like I want to say I took my foot off the gas, but it's like I I shifted gears. I, I just shifted from like the sales and the marketing only to like how do we make this a fully encompassed experience and like holistic, you know, just just place that that feels really good for everybody. And it's like it's just coming from a place that's really beautiful and really loving and you know, and and at the beginning of the day, I love myself and I feel really powerful as a human and I can pour that into everything I do. So I love that. Probably the most (laughs) important season in the business was that season that I, it's almost like, you know, you kind of take a step back to take two steps forward. For sure. Yeah. We were talking about, and I want you to talk about this, uh, earlier, we were talking about self-confidence and what self-confidence is and you had a really great way of saying what self-confidence is and what self-confidence isn't. Can you share that? Like what you were talking about with your post? I love that. Yeah. I wrote a post today in the Ralph's parking lot (laughs) and uh, I was on my way up here. I stopped and uh, anyway, so, so it's like the vibe of the post was that I'm going to like, I don't remember exactly how I wrote it, but it was like self-confidence doesn't mean that you know I'm not scared shitless it's basically you know self-confidence is not that you're not afraid self-confidence is that I am prioritizing a worthy vision over my fear and I'm moving no matter what so it's like when you think about somebody who's 
further along we'll say quote unquote further along in the game or Mm -hmm. like in a in a more sophisticated evolution of their entrepreneurship i'm scared shitless every day every offer i launch every new business expansion i launch everything i do i don't know if it's gonna work and it's like but you're still doing it yeah and like that's the thing about confidence it's like confidence isn't that you're not afraid confidence is that you have a vision that outweighs the fear you have a bigger context you have a bigger vision like you have a huge context that can carry you through the fear and hold you in the fear so that no matter how much fear is present you keep moving you follow through and like that's self-confidence in a nutshell it's like fear is always present there's a new level of fear and when i get to the top of the mountain guess what i'm a, i'm at the bottom of a new mountain exactly you yeah. know so it's like of course i'm afraid cuz this is a whole new level that i got to get to but we're moving we have a vision that can carry us and that's a whole other conversation that we could even have just about vision and context but that's going to hold you in those times right. where you're like i don't know if this is going to work I don't know if I could do it, but the thing is, is like you follow through from beginning to end and then you build that self-trust with yourself. The easiest way to destroy your confidence is to break your trust with yourself or break your self-commitments over and over and over again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I talk about that a lot because I relate it back to dieting, right? And Mm -hmm. like how many times have we started a a diet or a workout regimen or whatever and we break it? And that continually breaks our trust with ourselves. So, of course, when we start the next one, we're like, ugh, like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to do it because I've never done it. I've never stuck through to the end. And so when you do finally do that, when you do finally stick through to the end to something or you conquer something like that you thought you weren't going to be able to do or like you were saying, like, continue to do the things even though you're scared shitless you build that trust with yourself so that you're like, Oh, I, I do, I can do these hard things. I pushed past when I thought I couldn't and I can. So it builds up that self-trust. And like you said, the easiest way to destroy it is not to do those things or to give up. I mean, there are so many examples of times in business that I'm, I'm scared shitless. Like when we sent our payment for our second truck, which was a big business expansion for us, um, we had to wire um, the money for the um, for the truck. And I was like, I mean, I was like anxious as fuck. I was here. I was like cold sweating by myself. And Renee's like calling me like, did you send it? And I'm like, I can't yet. Like, I just need a second. <laughs> like, I'm like, my stomach hurts. I'm like, you know, it's a lot of money for us to just send. And I'm like, what if the wire transfer doesn't go through? Or like, what if they don't actually give us the truck? You know, all these things start going. Mm. But Renee and I, when we were talking about this, we're like, what is our other option to stay stagnant in this place in our business? Mm-hmm. No, because we were saying this when we uh, were talking earlier is that like, I feel like business is such a great way for you to have to open up those doors and those and become self-aware and to open up those things that are like pretty painful in our past because if we don't, our business doesn't move forward. Just like with confidence and talking about moving forward and these things, like we don't move forward and continue to gain trust with ourselves if we're not doing them. And, and in your business, unfortunately and fortunately, 
we have no fucking choice other than to continue to push forward and to push our envelope and to push ourselves to be better and to continue to try things that were are super fucking uncomfortable. Like you cannot stay stagnant in a business that is your own. You can, but might as well just work a nine to five at that point mm. is what I feel. But yeah, I was just like, I loved how you said that about confidence and that it really isn't just not being scared or just doing the things or saying like, fuck it. It's doing them even though you are scared shitless and admitting to yourself, like I'm scared shitless and and just continuing. And it's like, and I think the other thing that we talked about was that, you know, I had mentioned that if you don't have a vision that scares the shit out of you, Mm. your vision isn't big enough. If you don't have a vision that scares the shit out of you, get a bigger vision because you're capable of so much more. And I think that the other way I see it is that there's like, there's two ways, right? It's like, I can either be the person that is going to chase my dream and chase my vision and be really fucking scared the whole time but just keep going and keep moving because I know that like I can fucking do it and the universe has my back and I'm supported and like I can I can hire support and I can get support and like build that community whatever and like be proud of yourself and be scared or you can be the person that just is scared and doesn't move and guess what you hate yourself for it because you never tried. So it's either way, you're going to be scared, you're going to have fear, but do you want to be the person that like at the end of the day, you love yourself no matter what because you went for it and you lead into the fear and you showed yourself, guess what, I can do it. And that like built you up and built your confidence and like lifted you up and helped you rise. Or do you want to be the person that's just like, well, I'm scared and it's never going to happen. And you know, I'm just going to sit back and not try because of it. You were saying, you said that in a different way earlier. You were saying like, live it once versus live it a million times in your head. So like, yeah, the live it once theory. And this is huge because this is like when we, especially when we talk about emotional intelligence and fear, like it's so easy for us to think about, okay, I'm going to, I have this goal or have this thing or whatever's happening. And we make these, these stories and these circumstances and these outcomes up in our head. Oh, if I do X, Y, Z, well, I don't know how to do this. And, uh, well, this person might say that, or this person might react, or this person might not, or, you know, so on and so forth. And you, and you live all these stories in your head of like, what could be, but you're just making the stories up in your head. Uh, but the way I like to look at it is like, it's, it's like the live at once concept, you know, just be present and detach from the stories that you're of course, like, if your mind's making up stories to keep you safe, that's great. You're actually, your body's functioning amazing because like you're biologically programmed to protect yourself. Your brain is not biologically programmed to help you make money and like live your dream. It's sure. biologically programmed to keep you safe. So if you feel safe, if you feel fear, congratulations, your brain works well. <laughs> so at the end of the day, it's like, you know, we have that choice. We can live in the stories that our brain makes up to keep us safe or we can be present be intentional and be mindful like we talked about the emotional intelligence and live it once when it happens but until then just really try to be intentional about releasing those stories 
be mindful about being present in the moment and just doing what we can to like be stable emotionally and and hold our power through the journey yeah I think we can relate this back like I always talk about like everything is everything but if you can imagine like with um I see a lot of times with body confidence is people are people will say clients will say like I don't I, I could never show up in a bikini at whatever event but we live it so many times in our head thinking like if I showed up it would look this way if I showed up, it people would say this. If I showed up, I'll feel this way. Versus if we just fucking show up that way, just one time. This happens so often with clients or with people on Instagram. You'll see the time that they actually do show up in that way that they've been playing out in their head. You realize it's actually not as fucking scary as you thought. Like even um, when Patrice was here, we went to the beach and she said something that like really resonated with me. And she was said, I thought everyone in California would just have these like amazing bodies and it would just be like a beach of like, like hard bodies and everyone would look amazing, but the beach is full of normal people and everyone here is just, just normal. And I'm like, yeah. So we think we have this like scenario or the story that we're telling ourselves and when we actually do the thing, it's not as bad as we fucking thought. You realize like, oh wait, everyone looks like me. Mm -hmm. Everyone is showing up on Instagram and scared shitless. Everyone is doing this and it's not that fucking bad. No one is actually staring at my ass. Like no one is actually staring and, and talking shit about me. No one is Mm -hmm. actually coming up to me and saying like, Hey, you can't wear that no one you know it that would never happen but we have all these stories in our head of what will happen and it's like yeah once you do it you realize it's not even it's not anything like the stories that we told in our head and guess what nobody's paying attention to you anyway they're worried about themselves so it's like all those thoughts we had in our own head like everyone else is having those too not to say nobody cares about you but nobody's paying attention to like those things that you think they are because they're worried about themselves on that on their own tip of like is it this is it that am i gonna do oh yeah exactly so it's like everyone's so worried about themselves that they're not even paying attention to how you are insecure or whatever you're not confident about it's like just just like let it go yeah nobody's gonna notice no one cares nobody literally like we we love you but nobody cares. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nobody, literally, no. We care cares. about you, but at the same time, no. People, we care about ourselves. We care about as humans. We care about ourselves so For much sure. that we're not worried about what you're feeling. You're doing. You're insecure about if your nails missing or you got spinach in your teeth or you didn't brush your hair. Like, don't point it out because we didn't even notice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about um, like what your brand is now and what you're offering and what all that looks like. Yeah. so like okay yeah so I love this so you know right now I have the empowered marketing brand which is basically you know I teach my empowered marketing method and brand energetics and then we have this empowered events side that is more of the immersive experiences so right now I actually just opened up a year-long Voxer mastermind that I really love And this is just a space for somebody that 
is really looking to move quickly, go all in. This is the most accessible opportunity that I have for like mastermind level support, private level mentorship. And this is just a really great space. There's ladies in there that, are, that are, like I mentioned earlier, they're coming in and they're just having like really quick wins, getting clients really quickly. And this is like an anchor, a sisterhood, a safe space. I love this space so much because long-term mentorship is really the thing that changed the game for me. Once I switched from coach hopping of like three-month program, three-month program, four-month program, and like plugging, unplugging, plugging, unplugging, Mm -hmm. calibrating to different coaches' energies, and I had that space where I could like put my bags down, feel safe, feel at home. That was when I really felt confident enough to like experiment and go all in. Um, So I really love this. So I have the year-long Voxer Mastermind that we just opened. And then I'm really excited. I'm just going to talk about the two that I'm most excited about right now because otherwise I might overwhelm people (laughs) because there's a lot. There's a lot that's happening in my business right now. Um, The other thing I really like, so that's more on the um, virtual side. And then we have the Empowered Events space, which is we are gearing up for an in-person retreat that's going to be in Q1 of 2023. And this is a three-day immersive luxury mastermind retreat where essentially in three days, you're going to map out your multiple six-figure business. And it's the combination of the actual business structure you know, the, the, the scalable business systems, like the offerings, the product suite, but then the other half of it is we're actually going through and we're refining your brand. We have a photographer and a videographer in the event. So you're doing the balance of the marketing systems, but also the brand and the brand energetics. So when you walk away from this three-day weekend, you have everything that you need dialed in. Your business model, your product suite, your offers, your messaging, and like these really killer brand images that just convey who you are as a human. They're like very energetically aligned with who you are. Um, And you come out of that and you literally have everything you need to just hit the ground running and go. So those are the two things that I'm like the most excited about right now. And I'm just going to leave it there. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, we did the empowered, um, event together. That was an Mm -hmm. in-person event. And I really, really loved that. It was great to be able to connect in person with people more. I feel like that is such a place that the online coaching space I think is very in need of mm-hmm. because we need like in-person connection. I feel like so much as humans and you can make so much more of an impact. If anyone's listening, who is a coach, I would highly suggest adding this because to your product suite, because you can, as a coach can make so much more of an impact when you are in person with someone and in their energy and, at least, at least I know I can, I feel like that's when I make my best connections with people, whether that be like people just in general out in the world or, or clients. But, um, so I loved that. So super exciting. Um, I'm going to have obviously always everything for Ali heard offers listed, um, in the show notes and then also her Instagram. So everything will be over there for you guys to grab, um, her website, everything like that. So if you guys are interested in working with her or just like just being a a friend on Instagram and like being in her vibe, highly recommend. So she's going to be linked down below. And, um, I think that's it. I mean, I had like 
I feel like that we like actually narrowed it in versus being like earlier where we're just like, yeah. And then having these light bulb moments, which I love, but I, I love the dialed inness of this combo. Yeah, no, this was really amazing. Thank you so much for having me on. Like, this is such a vibe. This is such a fun space. And, you know, yeah, it's just been really amazing to watch each other's evolution since we first met each other. And and I think we were messaging in Voxer the other day of, I saw a message you sent me a year ago and it was like, wow, yes. the context of the conversation versus the context of the conversations that we're having now. So if I could just you know, leave with one final note and, and kind of piggybacking on a lot of the conversations that we had today in today's call and today's show was that like, you're always going to have that fear. You're always going to have that fear. But if you can have something so much bigger to actually carry that vision through for you, like just start, start do the thing that scares the fuck out of you because that's the thing that's going to blow your business up. That's the thing that's going to completely change the trajectory of where you're at. That's the thing that's going to give you more growth than you ever thought was possible. Never stay in your comfort zone. Like get comfortable being get comfortable being uncomfortable and like if that's the thing I can leave you with is do whatever it takes live on that edge keep moving keep following that activation that intuition and just like don't let fear take the wheel let fear ride in the back seat and just say all right fear like I know you're with me but like I'm the driver I know you're trying to keep me safe but like I got this I love that boom boom I'm like yeah boom bitch let's like <laughs> fucking end it I love that that yeah. was such a good analogy like letting fear be in the back seat yes, yes. I'm not even gonna fucking try to you ain't even sitting up front fear <laughs> get up get up out of here you stay in the back boo <laughs> all right so i'm gonna have everything for ali linked down below thank you so much for coming thank you guys so much for listening please rate and review the podcast down below if you can for me that helps me out so much i love you guys so so much and i'll talk to you next week but until then don't forget to let your confidence shine love you bye bye <laughs>